Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parsha's Bow. Whoa. With Parsha's Bow, we are off and running with number one, mitzvos that are given to the Jewish people as a people, unlike in Sefer Bereshis, where we have the first three mitzvos of the Torah, that of Pruervu, that of Brismila, and the Gira But those three mitzvos were given to, we can say, the Jewish family. Here, now in Mitzrayim, we have the Jewish nation, and it's being forged with the um, receiving and actualization of mitzvos. And so in this week's parsha, according to the Chinuch, we have 20 mitzvos, 9 positive and 11 restrictions. We begin with the mitzvah of the Jewish calendar, whereby our calendar is both lunar and solar, right? We have the lunar calendar, whereby the months are governed by the moon, and therefore there are 30 days in a Jewish calendar, or if the Rosh Chodesh was not declared by the Bezdin on day 30, then automatically on the morrow it becomes Rosh Chodesh. The lunar calendar is 354 days long, and at the same time, we need to have our calendar at sync with the solar calendar, because instead of losing 11 days each year, and after 77 days, we're going to be celebrating Pesach in the winter time, and the Torah charges in several places, the Pesach must be in the spring. For that reason, we have a 19-year cycle, seven leap year, and that way the lunar and solar calendars are in sync. You have in this week's parsha the many mitzvos that preceded the actual Yetzias Mitzrayim, focusing around the um, Korban Pesach, the idea that the Egyptians worshipped the Lamb. We took their God, slaughtered it, thereby showing the Egyptians, and more important, showing ourselves that there is no validity to their God. Taking their uh, God, the, the Lamb, and roasting it in its entirety, and eating it in Mitzrayim, before Chatzos, why? Because at Chatzos, mid the night, is when Hashem killed the firstborn of Egypt. So we were celebrating not what did happen, but we were celebrating what would happen. Celebrating Emuna, celebrating our belief. The parsha ends with the mitzvah of Tefillin. I'd like to focus this morning on a Pasuk, chapter 12, Pasuk 42, in talking about the night of Pesach. The Torah calls it Leil Shimurim. It is a night of keeping Hu Lashem 
for Hashem to take them out of Mitzrayim. Now, what is that all about? So Rashi tells us a beautiful interpretation that Shehoyu HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem was Shomer, he was keeping this, to use our understanding in his capital H mind, Umetzapelo, and Hashem was yearning, pining, waiting for it anxiously, L'Kayim Havtochaso, to fulfill his promise that he had given to the Avos, Lotziam Me'eris Mitzrayim, to take them out of Egypt. And Rashi goes on to say that this concept of he was Yoshev Umetzapeh, that he was yearning for, this is just like we find earlier by Yaakov Avinu, V'oviv Shomar Esadovar, when Yaakov hears the dreams of Yosef, so what does it mean Yaakov kept this in mind? No, he was waiting as well for these dreams to be actualized. I'd like to share with you an exciting idea of the late Mashkiach of the Mir, Rabbi Yerucham Perlo, who, um, excuse me, Reb Yerucham Levavitz, and he uh, has a very exciting concept, and that is as follows. Rashi reminds us that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave a haftacha, gave a promise to Avram Avinu back in Bereshis, chapter 15, at the Bris Ben Absarim, that they would be avodim, they would be ger, they'd be strangers, they'd be slaves, they'll be persecuted, be'eretz lo lahem, in a land which is not theirs. And afterwards, Hashem said, I will take them out, and I will bring them to the land, etc. Now, this was a haftacha, this was a promise that Hashem gave Avram. Why does Hashem work in such a way that He gives a haftacha, that He gives a promise? Why not simply come and do for us the good that He has in mind? After all, He controls history, He directs destiny, and so why is it necessary to have the haftacha, the promise? And he suggests something very sharp. And he says as follows, that the haftacha, which is the promise, the word of God, gives man an opportunity because to what? To believe in it. Oftentimes, when Hashem gives a haftacha, ay ay ay, the people are not yet worthy of that haftacha, of that promise being actualized. So what does man hopefully do? By his very belief in it. I believe in what Hashem said. Hashem said He would take us out of Egypt. As we find in Parashas Shmos, that when Moshe comes and performs the signs for the Jewish people, the people believes, the very belief of the people, 
and even earlier, as the Torah says in the beginning of Parshas Vayeshev, Vayeshev Yaakov Be'eretz Migurei Oviv. What does that mean? It means that Yitzchok believed in the Haftacha, Ker Yezaracha, and Yitzchok treated the land of Canaan, even though he never left it, even though this would be the home of the Jewish people, but he was a gear because he was actualizing that haftacha. When Yaakov got a little bit vayeshev, too comfortable, he had to get out because we need to actualize the haftacha. And by doing so, we become worthy of the fulfillment of that promise. An amazing idea suggests Reb Yerucham. And just as this is what the Torah is teaching us, was, quote, the game plan in Mitzrayim, that because we believed in Mitzrayim that HaKadosh Baruch Hu would take us out, that very belief in itself helped us be redeemed. It gave us merits in God's eyes. I'd like to suggest that just as what happened in the past, we're to learn from this week's parsha, Emir Hashem is going to happen in the future. What does that mean? It means that, as we know, all the Nevi'im prophesied regarding Yemos HaMashiach. We recite every day in the 13 Ikore Emuna the 13 basic principles of our faith, and the 12th of that third of those 13 is anima min be'emuna shlema. I believe with perfect faith, be'viyas ha-Moshiach, that there will be a Moshiach. And even though he may delay, im kol I anticipate and I wait for him every day. Now, we've heard about such tzaddikim, such as the Chofetz Chaim, that literally went to bed at nighttime with those special marching boots by his bed, believing that, oh, whether it'll be in the middle of the night or I'll wake up in the morning and he's coming and I have to be ready for that very special moment, living with the destiny. The question is, how are we to try to take this emuna and to do as we're taught from this week's parsha? We say it at the Pesach Seder, V'hisha Omda. Right, What is Vihisha Amda? So we always take it to mean that he is the promise of Hashem's redemption. And I'd like to say that it's not just his promise, it's our partnership with him in our emuna. So what might we do in order to bolster and make stronger our emuna? Now, there's no question about it. In terms of perspective, in terms of a broad stroke, we should remember what we find in Pirkei Ovos, chapter 4, verse, or uh, chapter 4, Mishnah, 
Chaf Alef, whereby Rabbi Yaakov taught, Ha'olam Hazeh, this world is Domele Prozdar. It's like a lobby, the antechamber, Bifnei Ha'olam Habwa, before the world to come, right? People used to go to banquet halls, and please God, when the pandemic is over, we will once again, all right? And so you walk inside, first to the lobby, there might be a mirror or two to check how your tie is, etc., but that's not the main thing, it's to go further, further, inside, down the hall, etc., you come to the main thing, ah, this world is that lobby, okay, so what does he say? Rabbi Yaakov, prepare yourself, in the lobby, so that you will go, come on further into the banquet hall. Now, how do you prepare yourself? Well, by prioritizing, by realizing, am I more in, forgive me, focusing on this worldliness or on next worldliness? Well, you might say to yourself, it's very hard to focus on next worldliness because we are bus of a dumb. And the answer is, you're right. So I'd like to suggest one very basic, important point, And that is as follows. Our recitation of brachos. Chazal was so good to us that they instituted brachos that accompany us throughout the day. Think about it. We all need to use the restroom. Think about it. When we come out of the bathroom and we wash our hands, the one minute or two that we pause and say the bracha of Asher Yotzar, that could, should be a religious experience. I don't need a minion, I don't need a talis, I don't need a Besach Knesses. I need to stop for a moment and say more than just thank you Hashem for a healthy functioning body, but thank you Hashem for entrusting us that within our physical body, and we're reminded of our physicality after we use the bathroom, that you've emplaced within our body a wonder. What's the wonder? That you put our soul within the body. Amazing. And that is one easy way. If we pause and say the bracha slowly, think of the words, it's a beautiful connection of reminding us I can and should connect with Hashem. And second of all, every time you hear somebody else say a bracha, say amen a drop slower and think as to what you're saying. They are having a cup of coffee. They said, Shakol Niebidvoro. And you're answering amen is saying, I am not only agreeing with what you said, and I second the motion that he has created everything. No, it goes deeper. The Amen is the Shorish of the word Emuna. I believe that through the Amen to his coffee that I'm saying Amen 
too, I'm reminded of my attachment to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to my belief that just as there was the Yetzirah Mitzrayim, so too there's going to be the Geula HaShlishis. Shabbat Shalom to all.